0: You are listening to a Radio 1 production, brought to you by HT Smartcast. So let's step forward together. Let's keep moving.
1: I cherish the idea of a new South Africa will one day live in a nation
0: where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character I have a dream Aight, listen Why do we need politics? This question seems like a million dollars but isn't really We need politics for two simple reasons One, we're the future and we need to represent ourselves and the country in a better light And two, because it's fun It's interesting And it's important This is Aniket and I host the evening show on 94.3 Radio 1 and me along with Fabian sir getting you politics for dummies where we understand politics then and now we understand politics right and left. So what are you waiting for? Put on your headphones and strap on because you are going to have a ride of your life. Welcome. Joining us today is Mr. Fabian. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And yes, a brand new episode of Politics for Dummies. Uh, Joining us today, our very own uh, lovely professor uh, enjoying some nice weather, which is less polluted than what our weather is, uh, in a beautiful city called Bangalore. Fabian, you're still in Bangalore or are you back? I am still in Bangalore ah very cool very cool so what have you been doing in bangalore tell me about yourself a little bit no well, my daughter
1: and her husband are here from new york so you wanted to be with them ah very cool very and uh, being young they did not want to come to polluted delhi
0: ah, ah smart very smart but new york is not less polluted okay new york is as no, bad no, i
1: said they did not want to come to delhi
0: yeah but then they came from new york right that's right. That's, New York is more ah. polluted than Delhi. Oh, oh, snap. Snap. Right there. Uh, talking about cities that a lot of people don't want to go to right now, let's talk about Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people uh, were, uh, you know, almost expecting um, a World War III that was going to happen But uh, fortunately, while we were speaking a couple of days before that, uh, the troops uh, kind of walked away from the borders of Ukraine, Russian troops that is. Uh, But uh, let's talk about this entire topic a little deep. Uh, The start, the middle and the end, Fabian, if you just take us through the entire crisis. It's not crisis in Ukraine. That's what Ukrainian uh, Prime Minister said. It's not crisis in Ukraine. It's just Russia being, uh, you know, difficult. So, let's go ahead and talk about that.
1: What's literally happening there right now? Well, let us look at it historically. Okay. 1962, uh-huh. missiles were placed in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Okay. America responded. Yes. There was a Cuban Missile Crisis. Yes. That is, the United States did not want to see Soviet missiles placed near United States boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, the same thing is happening in the other way. That is, some people in uh, Ukraine want to join NATO. Okay. And some people, not all, in NATO want to encourage them. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Russia correctly feels threatened. But, but, let me tell you, Russia has enormous local military advantage yeah. And while Biden might repeatedly say, oh, Ukraine has every right to ask to be admitted to NATO, it is clear that NATO has no intention. It dare not admit uh, Ukraine. Okay. It dare not, I repeat. Uh-huh. Only thing is that they say that uh, we can't uh, publicly declare that uh, we shall never admit Ukraine. Okay. The point is, Russia feels threatened, and it has good reason to feel threatened and it is for Biden to act accordingly, but instead, uh-huh. since nineteenth of January, mark my words, nineteenth yes. of January twenty twenty two, Biden or his spokespersons have been telling us Russia is going to attack tomorrow, day after, yeah. before yeah. this time. Yeah. Repeatedly. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way Putin has not obliged them. Because it is not in his interest to oblige them.
0: Very true. Very true. Was this a reverse psychology tactic that they probably used? Could it be? Could it be? Well,
1: what Putin is uh, signaling is that, listen, I have local military advantage and I can invade Ukraine tomorrow. And you can't do anything about it. (laughs) But... I won't yes. do that. Meanwhile there is tension within Ukraine and you said, you know, Ukraine and uh, Americans are not saying the same thing. Yeah. Americans say that the invasion is going to be tomorrow. In fact, it was supposed to have yesterday. Yes, it was supposed to happen yesterday as we speak. Yeah, okay. yeah. And now Ukraine is feeling the you know, pinch. Airlines have stopped going there. Yes. Embassies are getting out. Yes. Nobody will invest. We do, no. Nope, okay, absolutely so no. Ukraine is feeling the pinch, and I hope there will be sensible negotiations. Russia should pledge that it will never attack Ukraine, and NATO should say that uh, look, son, we are not going to let Ukraine in. Okay. NATO forces yeah. should not be too close to Russia.
0: Okay. So what? What is the threat that Russia feels that if Ukraine joins the NATO, that there would be more Americanness coming through Ukraine?
1: And well, then there will be NATO fo- uh, forces uh, placed uh, in Ukraine. NATO missiles forced there. If I may take you back to 2014, yeah, when there was uh, good reason to fear that uh, the Crimea, where there is this spot port, uh, Sevastopol, mm-hmm. where the Russian Navy has been there since 1783. The Treaty of Paris, which saw the birth of the United States. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. So when he had good reason to fear that it might become a NATO base, yeah. he took over, uh, he annexed to the Crimea. Of course, they threatened the sanctions, the imposed sanctions, but he's sitting pretty.
0: I get it. I get what you're saying. I absolutely get what you're saying. So, Every year, right? Every year, there is some way or the other, somewhere or the other. In the last couple of years, start twenty twenty, we thought there would be a war, right? Twenty twenty one, we thought there would be a war. Now, even in 2022, we see a war, right? We saw the possibility of a war. We didn't actually see a war. Do you think that we are on the cusp of a World War three, or we are on a cusp of a war that might just break any moment and there would be serious repercussions going across? I might be laughing whenever there is a little bit of Ukraine or a little bit of Russia because that's my coping mechanism at this point of time. But will there be a possibility or will the war actually break out between Russia, Ukraine or Russia or America
1: or whatever. Let's understand it now. In whose interest if there is a war? It will be in the interest of President Biden. President Biden will benefit because his popularity ratings are going down. Mm-hmm. Now, if Putin obliges him, I repeat, if Putin obliges him by invading Ukraine, then Biden will be able to emerge as the, you know, supreme leader in time of crisis. And he would impose sanctions on uh, Russia, you know, the gas pipeline to Germany and all that sort of thing. Sift, you know, the money mechanism and yeah. all that. Okay. His popularity rating will go up. But to subject the foreign policy of a country and to run the risk of a big war. Yeah. Just to sustain one's popularity rating. That is not very wise,
0: of course, going to war has never been a great decision uh in any any generation or anything uh Fabian, uh before I leave, I have this one piece of information that I received while uh, while I was also a little bit researching uh the younger generation, the gen z generation uh turned out to be. seducing uh, President Putin into not going to war. What do you have to say about this tactic? Uh, Of course, nobody wants war. Nobody wants, uh, you know, to fight. Nobody wants to waste resources. But I find it very funny that there is an entire generation of children, Gen Z, who are somewhere around 2021 right now, who are seducing (laughs) President Putin into not going, Prime Minister Putin into not going war. So what do you think about that?
1: Well, I don't think President Putin will be seduced either way. He is a, what shall I say, very cool uh, strategist. Yeah. You know, and he will do what is in Russia's best interest. Of course, in his own best interest included there. What uh-huh. I said earlier, we have to look at the national security concern of Russia. Okay. And as the German Chancellor said, Europe should seek security with Russia, not against
0: Russia. Smart. Very smart. Very smart. And uh, that's about it, guys. If you had no idea what's happening between Russia and Ukraine, and if you thought there is an outbreak of World War III, now you are absolutely clear on the history and the present of this entire scenario. We will not call it crisis yet because nothing serious has happened so far. Uh, It's just been conversations. Uh, Yes, American people are still uh, at this point of time, the reason for conflict, but uh, that's about it. And I hope that stops as soon as possible. Uh, That's our co-host Fabian. Thank you so much for joining us for another fantastic episode of Politics for Dummies. I am the dummy. That's my politician uh, expert. And we'll see you next week with a brand new topic. You are not a dummy. Hey, listen, I still have to learn a lot. So, till the time I don't do that, I'm going to still consider myself as a dummy man. Thank you so you much. for have to learn me. a lot. All of us. Exactly. And thank you so much for teaching us, Fabian. Thank you so much. I'm learning from you. Thank you. Bye-bye. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.